Hey there, healthy-ish listeners. Thank you for joining us on this daily podcast from Body and Soul. I am Felicity Halley. Now, I'm very honoured to, well, and perhaps chuff's the right word, to interview Sarah Todd today. She is, of course, MasterChef alumni, a restaurateur and TV host. I mean, it appears that she lives a pretty charmed life on social media, but today she's going to talk about, for the very first time, her childhood trauma and how it's gripped her these past few years and the steps she took, well, particularly last year, to heal herself. If you do like what you hear from Sarah, make sure you listen to us on Extra Healthy-ish, where we go deeper into the impact of her father leaving when she was just two years old. You can search for that wherever you get your podcasts. Sarah, nice to have you back on Healthish. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me again. Actually, when I was writing questions for this interview, I thought back to, I think when I was at Women's Health, I put you on the third or fourth magazine. I was trying to think, was it the third or fourth? Anyway, it sold really well. And I love that we've done like a full 360 and now you're on this podcast. Yeah, I know. I think it's great. Life goes through so many different evolutions. So you've seen me in most of those parts of my life. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, actually, you're right. I've seen you grow. And I mean, for anyone who doesn't follow you on, on social media, I mean, you've, you've made it in so many ways. It was, it was lovely seeing you on, you know, on MasterChef and now you're an absolute superstar in India. You've got this new business, but you've had a pretty tough few years that started in COVID. Tell us about a bit about this. Yeah, well, I feel like uh, social media really paints this picture of success and a seamless journey. But uh, I mean, I'm probably the one that's most guilty for it, but I often don't like to share my struggles too much with the world. And I think in some sense, uh, it can deter people from stepping outside of their comfort zone in, in, at times. If people knew how difficult it was at times, would they actually go through that uh, step? And I, I really am one that likes to inspire and and encourage people to step outside of their comfort zone. And I, uh, yeah, for me, it wasn't necessarily through COVID itself. I think I was blessed in the sense that I got to spend time with my son and be home and with family. Um, But it was more the aftermath of it. And I think, you know, the food and, and restaurant industry was really hit in a big way. And I think through a couple of struggles and, and issues in business, it really took me to a place of facing a lot of negative aspects, I suppose, of my life. And what I really started to realize was that not only did I, um, you know, was I having business struggles, but I think it was really bringing up a lot of my uh, memories or sort of issues from childhood. I think I'm a person that I, I thought that I was resilient in the sense that I could really handle a lot of these situations. But what I realized was I'm a person that pushes or sweeps things under the rug and really hides things away. And I'm really good at moving on and, and hiding these things away. But at some point, they do bubble to the surface. So I think that moving on thing, I mean, we're all so good at moving on and pushing things under the surface, aren't we? And, and then all of a sudden, they just come up in front of us and you're like, wow. So was there, 
a point, like a, a point where you, where it kind of all came bubbling up from what happened in your childhood? Oh, absolutely. It was really significant. It hit me all at once. And I realized that I had a lot of things that I hadn't dealt with. And, you know, I, I think for me, I, I'm pretty active in finding ways of coping with certain things that I'm going through in life. But it just got to a point, it was early 2023 and it all just hit the surface at once. And I realized it just started becoming very frustrated. I think things just all came together at once and I just wasn't coping with the emotions that I was feeling. And I, I didn't have the tools to even know how to get out of it. And I realized I had to do something a bit more drastic to kind of deal with this. And after doing a lot of research and understanding that maybe it's not just the things that I'm going through right now that are affecting me, but it's probably all this sweeping under the rug that has built up over time that's really bubbled to the surface. And I just didn't know how to get out of it at this point. And I think that's what really led me to finding some some sort of uh treatment or experience that I could really delve a lot deeper. And I knew I had to try something that was a lot more intense. So I, I came across the Hoffman process, which is it's not the uh, Wim Hof, with, which uh, a lot of people <laughs> yeah. think when they hear it. It's not just cold water shock therapy and uh, it's something a lot more intense. And uh, I have a few friends that have gone through the process, but it's it's an interesting one because no one really talks about the experience of it. They say it's life-changing, but they don't actually say what really happens during this week of extreme intense therapy and, and psychotherapy. Can we just go back a bit, just quickly? When uh, I mean, I'm hearing this a lot. You know, we, we all kind of struggled through COVID or, or benefited from it by spending time with our family. And then we just went full hurdle back into real life. And, you know, we had a lot of people on this podcast last year and I've got a lot of friends who experienced a lot of burnout. And I feel like then suddenly we're like, oh my gosh, what is going on? What did, at that point where you realized you weren't coping, what was actually happening in your life to know that you weren't coping? Oh, it, you're so right in saying that. I think when we hit the beginning of 2023, we all just ran out of the gates, ran into life and felt like we had to do it all. We had to do all the socializing, all the events, all the family life and all the work. So it instantly hit me and I definitely faced a huge amount of burnout at that point. And it just came through in a lot of emotional ways, in, in ways where, yeah, I think burnout is the biggest word for it. I was just unable to cope with the emotions that I was mm. feeling. and. It was very overwhelming at that point and something that I'd never experienced to that level. I think, you know, I've definitely been through highs and lows throughout my, my life and my work and career. And usually the, I, I would always trust that at some point I'd be able to bring myself out of it. But it went on for about six months where I was really realizing that, yeah, there's something wrong here. I need to, to do something about this. And um, yeah, just, just, it was coming out in, in a lot of frustrations. Like, I don't know mm. how to, to really describe it, but I just felt very frustrated in, in a lot of ways, very, um, you know, low emotionally and yeah, just didn't know what was wrong. We'll talk a bit more about the whole process in Extra Healthy-ish, but 
just quickly before we go, how did this lead to this new brand of yours, Hot Toddy? What what learning came out of the Hoffman process that inspired you to launch your new business? I think the biggest thing was to realize that uh, it's important to live in your truth. It's important to, um, you know, create a brand that tells a story. And for me, this brand, it's it's all about my journey in a sense that I've traveled and worked across the globe. And I wanted to create a brand that speaks of of that and really brings together innovation, but also this sense of family and um, yeah, an understanding of roots and values, which we've really tried to bring through in this range. And it has just helped me to to live in to get comfortable in the uncomfortable. I think that's mm. the biggest thing that I learned through the process was to really, uh, yeah, hit things head on and to not sweep any issues or uh, things under the rug. It really helped me to to just really build a brand that really speaks of, of our truth. Mm. Amen to that. Dara, thank you for joining us on Healthy-ish. Thank you. Hey, I urge you to listen to Extra Healthy-ish where Sarah and I talk... A bit deeper, we go more into the stories of, well, her childhood and and how she learned a lot about herself by going to London and how she shows up today. If you did enjoy this chat, please rate and review it. Or you can, of course, subscribe to this podcast and then you will know exactly when we drop a new app. Anything else, head to bodyandsoul.com.au. Follow us on socials, grab our print edition, which is out in your local Sunday paper. And until tomorrow, stay healthy-ish. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winder? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. Listener.